0: Yo, this is
1: Hassan Hadjiaz and he listens to the so... What do you guys want? Urban life. <laughs> Neighborhood banter. Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs> the Dukan Hosted by Ot, Toothless, and Ishad.
2: You're known as a a contemporary artist um, and they called you the the Andy Warhol of Marrakesh. If you wanted to to summarize your identity without necessarily comparing to an Andy Warhol, who is Hassan Hajjad? Uh, Well, you know, Andy Warhol was, you know,
0: uh, journalists have been putting this, you know, they always have to fit you in yeah. somewhere, which is an honour. But I'm not sort of somebody who, you know, followed Andy Warhol. I'm sort of exactly. know as much about Andy Warhol as a, your standard person is popular. Mm. Um, I suppose I'm somebody who's uh, presenting a pop culture um, from my point of view that's been taken from one place to another place, mm. and uh, you know, trying to present both sides in the sense that it could be worldly as well. So it's really it's about pop culture.
2: Interesting. So similarly, like, um, I thought one of the things I found really interesting is that you are born and raised in Morocco, mm-hmm. then moved to the UK, and then back at a later stage. Um, it's It kind of makes you sound like you're a third culture kid, right, like uh, mm-hmm. a lot of us. So when what was your experience like when you were first in Morocco, then to the UK and back? Like, did your perception of Morocco in itself, and how did that change? Yeah, well, this is a good question. You know, when you... Get taken from
0: one part to yeah. another part. There's that kind of, uh, you know, adjusting point. Yeah. Um, leaving Morocco at 13, I didn't know anything else but that. L- landing in, in London, not speaking English, I had to learn English. And, you know, so it was like a, another process. And find people like yourself that you get on with. Mm-hmm. And it was like in the 70s. And then I realised that all my friends that I met before, because there was no Moroccan community in my school or my neighbourhood, so... All of a sudden, within a year and a half, two years, ahead, there was a group of us as friends, but we were from different parts of the world, from the Caribbean, India, China, because we had the same journey. We were the first foreign kids in London, and also they didn't have anything for us. So if we wanted to dance, we'd have to find a space and put our own DJ and, and, and dance, and then it kind of grew from there. So there was that kind of sort of you know, difference. Uh, thing and it's trying to, you know, so that my work has come out of the two things, but mish mashing work sometimes also could be dangerous because if you like it doesn't right, it can look a bit, mm-hmm. it, you know, it doesn't yeah. look correct. So, so that I suppose works in my own
2: benefit in that kind yeah. of way. All right, so, so you're you're a self taught artist, um, from what I understood initially. Um, when you moved to the UK, you worked with a lot of friends, and um, you never g- generally called yourself uh, an artist at the beginning. So, uh, and you were self-taught. So, um, how did that experience teach you? Uh, well, you know,
0: I suppose it was a journey of you know I had lots of friends, artists who studied art, who was preparing themselves to well to be artists. So technically, they were good. Um, when I was doing stuff for myself, I couldn't really sell as an artist because I didn't have. I did think I had the value to say that because I didn't study. So it was like a long way of practicing stuff. I had the help with friends because they had a lot of eyes, so they would show me how to use the camera, for example, and stuff like this. But it was practice, and also I think because I wasn't coming from, you know, I suppose when you get trained, if you're a painter or a sculptor, you get trained and then you're scared to go out of that zone. You know, mm. So you stay. I, I suppose from my, all the experiences I've had, I would try different different types of work different stuff and i didn't have anything to lose in that kind of way because i didn't have anything to promise to or on mm-hmm. orders so it kind of was like a, a long journey and the beginning it was very difficult to have the confidence of me to say an artist because i need to prove to myself is it just the, a moment or is it going to be you know is, is there something inside me that's going to be taking me and why and that came with time we took probably a good three years four years to to feel comfortable, you know, I still find it how Sam
2: but, you know, it took a, a while, but that's, uh, you know, that's the job yeah. I have now. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, First time I met you was at Soul DXB, and you did a great project, um, the Mr. Uh, Amin Bindruish? Bendruish yes. Bendrewish. Yeah, yeah. Um, And you had, the similar, like, now we part of the music uh, format on that as well. Um, yeah. what, what was the idea that kind of inspired that for you? For, for that project yes. yourself?
0: Well, when they approached me, they wanted uh, somebody to be the face for that project for that year. Hmm. Uh, they suggested some big names in hip hop, yep. and uh, sort of uh, they gave me a bit of time to have a think about it. And basically, when I sort of checked out what they'd done, I said personally you should have somebody from the region that can be also universal. Yep. Um, and then you know they said, well, pick a few people that you could think that could fit this. I went away had ahead and thought, and Amin Binduish was the one, and I said, I'm not even going to pick any more people, Amin mm. is, the, is your thing, He presents a, a lot of things, uh, what you're trying to do, and also you're
2: giving somebody a chance, and trying to get maybe Nas or somebody like that, so exactly. that was the, the idea. And um, I realized also, like, the, the, the Gnawa music concept mm-hmm. resonates a lot in your work, um, in your portfolios. Um, why, why Gnawa specifically, compared to other genres in Morocco? Um,
0: well, basically, when I was still living in Morocco, my neighbour opposite us, they would have Gnawa ceremony music. Yeah. And as a kid, the doors open, so I would go in. And my mum, during the day, would help me be preparing the food. But she, at night time, she wouldn't go to, to the thing. So I think that kind of stayed with me. And then later on, when I was in London, as I was going to other music... I started practicing Capoeira music, okay, and then with sort of it, it made sense because it's something that's really deep. It's from from the people, yeah, the from the Kisak yeah. tribe, and basically Gnawa music sort of just touches me, and it's uh, it's a root of lots of other music.
2: Yeah, um, so it's basically that it's come from that. You're working on a Gnawa project, right? been exactly. like fifteen years or so.
0: Yeah, so there's two. So I've been shooting probably since about '99. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I'm still shooting. I just shot last week another master. So it's a a very personal uh, um, project. But within this project, as I'm doing I'm realising lots of other layers Mm. with it. It's coming from slavery, it's coming from religion, it's coming from ceremony music, uh, healing. So it's not just pretty pictures. So for this, I'm trying to work with a friend of mine to do the text. Mm. So for me, the text has to be really important. Um, I'm doing a show hopefully in may with 10 old masters with 10 photographs uh, just as a, t- a test but this is something i'm not too sure i'm going to show it but this is something okay. in the future i will show the rest of the other i work. can't
2: wait to see that um in the, one of your interviews yeah you said that i do the work then i chase back the reasons on why i did it um I it's say this but Yeah, sorry, it, it was say. the, uh, the roles... Um, so, so I was doing Rose the work and what? So, um, yeah. so you said that, you know, you, you create a piece yeah. and then you try to find certain relevances. So, for example, the usage of... Of the uh, package into this. Exactly. St- so the yeah. package installations, are how it relates... Yeah, so to sometimes
0: I yeah. try to do certain work. For example, growing up in London, you say, you know, the guys would say, look at that chick. Yeah. Or, that, that man is beefy yes. so what I've done some of the images I would put chicken cans around the girls and beef cans I do spam beef cans around the man uh, or something that's kind of maybe sporty I'll put the car paint around the can so sometimes there is a, a thing around the, the pieces so for yes. example it's the one with the alphabet yeah, the alphabet um, fonts in the Arabic uh, thing but then there's a date Fourteen thirty or fourteen twenty there, which so sometimes there's this kind of thing between like the, the image and, mm-hmm. and the
2: frame. Okay, so as as art over over the years, has it been able to um, to translate into um, financial security, abundance of opportunity? Like, how, did that expand well? Uh, I mean, definitely. You know, what I do every year that goes by.
0: If I end of the year, if I sort of around December when there's, you know, there's nothing to do, I'm sort of trying to see my kids and stuff like that, I yeah. say, I always say, alhamdulillah, wow, alhamdulillah. I've survived this year on art. It's not easy unless you're somebody selling for lots of money, uh, but I say I'm a survivor in the art, you know, to, I'm trying to maintain, you know, sometimes people come and go, sometimes people come and make lots of money mm-hmm. Um The great things I think more importantly what you said is creating other avenues mm-hmm. uh, and trying to make your dream thoughts come true like here or the third line to believe in what I've done here it's uh, to get to that point is a great moment because there's trust and yeah. they believe in you and understand you so f- from that kind of thing it's been great to also to be able to do a show in the Middle East to North Africa to be able to be in a group show or a solo show in Europe to be able to be in the group shows in African you know so-called African art so it's, I've created avenues for myself and that's really sticking that's to what I believe in over the years which I'm fusing art, music, design you know which sometimes that that cannot be accepted in the art if you're doing one particular art and you want to go and do design, for example. Or if you're a designer and mm-hmm. trying to do art, you're not going to be taken serious. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're a musician, you go and paint. You could be a great painter, but you're a singer. Mm-hmm. you great work, but there's,
2: it devalues itself. So I feel lucky I'm getting away with it. <laughs> 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 All right. And um, I think it's fair to assume that your, your art is not a, a singular um, one-man approach. It's a Again. collective... Um, yeah, yeah I work with you. yeah I've, I mean
0: uh, you know when I started it was a lonely space and <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's different elements so you mm. know uh, there's the design element which I love because i'm working with like in Morocco with the artisans, so it gives me a journey you know I have people who does the sewing, I have the people who make the uh, slippers, I have somebody who does my metal uh, Lamps, So that's great, because then it gives me a journey of learning Different and understanding. People, yeah. The artwork, you know, I do the photography. You now I have my brother who helps me in the studio. Jenny, being mm. incredible, she's like, a, you know, without her I wouldn't be doing as much fast work like this. So I've got a really beautiful tight team around me. And, you know, I have to give them big respects. And I have a friend of mine who kind of helps me in Morocco when I'm there, assisting me. So... There's definitely a team effort there, and you know. in the,
2: and is that in the creative process as well um,
0: Probably not probably more it, I'll start it, so for mm-hmm. example, you know, before I would go and get the cans and then empty them and then you know mm. figure out the size, undo the print stick in myself. myself. Okay. now my brother works with me, so i do the you know the, the the images, get that printed he does all the sticking the cans and stuff like that so, uh, so it's you know, so it became yeah awesome. and it's nice it's, it's, it's lovely because I have my brother working with me and um, okay. my daughter Zaina she's doing a few yeah, months for example yeah. so it's good she's, so you know so it's, a, it's, it's a nice feeling because then it's not because artists can be in a lonely space, you know, if yeah. you're, you know, if you're painting, you need, like, time to paint, and,
2: you, you know, basically it can be quite lonely. I'm more yeah. about markets and people. Where do you find your, your downtime sort of to reflect and um,
3: get really inspired? So,
2: um, I mean,
0: that's sometimes, I always fight for that. I mean, every night, even if I get home two or four, I need two hours for myself, for example. Um, I, I find it between, you know, I get energised by the people, but mm-hmm. then yeah. there's a find called burnout, and I try not to reach mm-hmm. that point. But
2: I, I, I definitely push myself to to the limits uh, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you get over um, mind blocks when you're trying to get creative? Well, this is good. So because I'm doing different stuff, mm-hmm. so far as long
0: as the juice there, I keep going. Because I learned this from a painter. In uh, wasn't doing art, then mm-hmm. it was just something a friend of mine who was painting in an island in, in Spain, uh, for a solo show, an a solo show. So the creator sent him there for six months. So he found what he was gonna do for the show was painting these Vespas with people on the island driving this beautiful vespers. So visually they were beautiful. But when I went to his studio one day I saw like a dead fish hanging and there was a half finished painting and lovely objects and I was like, but you knew supposed to be this he goes, No, you know, I know what I'm doing with this because I you know, if I'm doing this every day I get bored, I need to go to somewhere else, I need like another app mm-hmm. so it doesn't get that block. Yeah. So somehow that stuck with me. So what you know, so like for this show is taking ten years to get to this point. But because I'm doing working with other things. So every time I think of some did to add on to this show, I mean, before the show, I'll go and do that and it's like, okay, that one's done. That's And that's how I work, the Gnara thing, I'm the same, it's like 20 years, I've never really showed the work, so every time I go, I shoot for that, so, and then there's other projects, I've got like maybe five or six projects that, over the years, and I just keep shooting, or designing, or working out, and it just keeps saving up, so, and also, if you want to last in this game a long time, you have to have, uh, you know, sundaqs, yeah, (laughs) Ready to go, you know, so it's always something so you don't have to put any pressure. Okay, I've done this show, and you say, I need a
2: solo show, and you've got no idea. That's when you get a blockage. Mm. So, just I guess briefly, um, so what's, what's the gallery, those years gallery, all about the show? Yeah, or the gallery. So, the show, um, sort of
0: about 2004, I started having these ideas of doing, you know, because I've been working a lot of labels, so I thought I'd do like a sport, the sport look. Mm-hmm. You know, using sports uh, brands. So the first one was Adidas versus Nike, which is, is the as well. We'd find the fabric, make workout work out, composition, shoot them. It started to go from there. You know, the valves with the, you know, the different logos. And then it started to grow as layers. So when I started to think of doing the show, mm-hmm. I was going to do it mixed men and women. But I thought one of the gyms I go, a very local gym in Medina, you have the man's time and the woman's time. So I thought why not do the women's first and then if it works I can do the man's mm-hmm. version afterwards. So it started with this and also I'm playing on two different things in you know, as you know in our country if you go to like my yeah. cousins when we go to the beach, they're not wearing bikini no. they're wearing the leggings the, yep, legging, exactly. the yeah. thing, the big thing with the hijab <laughs> and the swimming. Yeah. All right, so when my friends have come to me to stay with me, they found it funny, mm. you know, from Europe. So I knew that's kind of there's that kind of thing. I'll go jogging sometime in Marrakesh, so and you can see like a sixty-year-old with a djellaba, with yeah. a hijab, but like a pair of Nike's, jogging, stretching, yeah. you know, doing this kind of thing. So you took that element, and kind of we created my own designs mm. in that in that kind of way. So it's like if Nike with a. Done a Val, how would well they done it? Yeah. With, uh, Adidas done a sh-
2: Moroccan shoe, or well, an Arabic shoe, or yeah. So, so again, playing on these kind of ideas uh, yeah, it's, work, been a, I mean, it's been a great show. I mean, the first day I came here, like it's hard to get two minutes with you. So many people. Well, really uh, yeah, as you know, congratulating it's cool, you. It's, it's called cool show time. Exactly. So it's <laughs> you know, yeah, difficult. Got you know, okay, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, to show your game face on and Adam Be prepared, and <laughs> you know, and, you know it's yeah, like that. what happens. so, are there any? um any other Arab artists currently that you think that are, you know, kind of moving in the right direction as well? I mean, you know, if you look at um, uh, Third Line, you know,
0: even Mm -hmm. the road to advances. I mean, I'm very proud to be with, you know, Yusuf and Nabil and, you know, I'm not going to name names, i just look at what they've got. Um, What I do see, which is great, I'm seeing a lot of, um, there's a whole wake-up call from North Africa, yes, to the to the Middle East, but also Africa, also Caribbean, in mm-hmm. uh, you know, African American, Brazil. There's this new generation that are doing work, something from their culture but universal language. Mm-hmm. So this is exciting in a sense. It's uh, you know, I see it in Morocco or I sit here. You know, I've like had young dyers coming up saying, like, you know, I'm doing this label T-shirts, baseball yeah. cap. So, there's definitely, you know, I'm doing an interview review, so yeah. you're part of this kind of journey in a sense. Um, so, for me, uh, you know, I'm yeah. very proud and I hope it develops to something bigger and more yeah. so. I, I think, I think yeah. there's, yeah, there's, when there's a lot, there's always going to be the gems of the, of, yeah. you know, so sometimes it's good to have lots, Yeah. but then you find the gems. Gem, but then also, not some of the bad stuff gets out there to make. Mm-hmm. the whole thing look bad so yeah. you know so uh, i think the
2: recession really helped this it did I yeah. yeah. so. um and any advice you have for those uh, young creatives that are trying to put uh, i mean my advice
0: really passion hard work believe in yourself you don't let anybody tell you what you should and what you shouldn't do uh don't give up I mean, it has had all these elements and, you know, almost being selfish. Learning, you know, I mean, if you can study, I mean, that's one thing I would have to say if I had to, if the question you asked me before, if I had the opportunity to study a little bit yeah. about techniques and art and, and you know, just the, the art side, the history, the art and stuff like that, I would have done that because sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm, that's the thing I, I, I don't have in me, which is... Uh, I think sometimes it could be quite important in a long journey if you're, taking, you know, if you're coming in this kind of what's up, business of art. So I think really just have to do, you know. And also, th- we live in a great time. So if you're a filmmaker, you need a laptop and a camera. Yeah. And then you learn. If you want to do photography, you've got a digital camera. I, I, when I started photography, it was film. So it's like, you know, 36 shots. You have to wait, you have to develop. Yeah. Then you have to print, it was expensive, it was time-consuming, so so, phones, cameras, you think be creative. Even, there's probably millions of people creative without them knowing they're creative, or capturing great stories without them knowing because it's their basic daily life, and it would be you know amazing. So,
2: again, it's, uh, it's all this kind of element. If, if you weren't doing this, you could start all over and do anything else in the world. I uh, would well, we'll definitely do this. You'd definitely do it again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Even with the struggles and the headaches, yeah. it's been a
0: long journey. Uh, we're, you know, I mean, you have to put hard work, passion. Don't give up. I mean, it has all those elements. You know, but definitely, this is, I think, what's meant to, you know, supposed to be doing. Until I don't know when it, because you, you never know. It could be for the moment. There's a point where. I might have enough. People might have enough you, so you got to be prepared for that. But for me, at the moment, it like this show had such a great response, so I feel proud that I've done this. So it means okay, I've added something else to do, to to myself. It's been incredible. Thank you so much for your time, Emma. Thank you, man. Really yeah, really. It. Thank you very thank nice you so much.
3: Sudan yeah. yeah. Afrika bloody bambara Fulani ben ayyub Timbuktu, bloody bambara Allah Rabbim uley! <gülüyor> Din buktüble di bamba We'll
1: Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Ducan Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Ducan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OTOfficial and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at soundcloud.com slash firaz dash ibrahim. Salaam.